to create now. Today on the Create Now, we're going to talk about a little bit more about recording. A little bit more about recording. So tickle that subscribe button. We got the TikTok there. You can see the music YouTube page and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can see even pod on Twitter. All that good stuff. So, mixers. Yesterday we talked about it. We're going to go through the old recap. So you got tracks. On each track, you have volume, an input volume, which is the gain. Alright. On the gain, you also have a clipping. So if the volume is too loud, uh, say you have a keyboard. If you're playing the keyboard, you have it going into the input of the mixer, channel 1. You got the little gain pot there. If the gain is too, you need to turn it up so that you can hear it. Yeah. And then, but if it's too loud, it's gonna start clipping, and normally a yellow light will start bopping, or else a red light will start bopping. Clip light to indicate. Then, as you go down the channel strip, there may be things like a compressor and an EQ. If you're using a digital audio workstation, these would be in plugins that you can enable or disable. You may have a gate. Talked about the gates, compressors, loads. Then you have the pan pot. So that's where you want to put the sound in the stereo field, left or right. Most of your tracks will just be mono, which means there's just one track. You can put that left or right. Some instruments, however, are often recorded in stereo. So maybe acoustic piano, drum kit for overheads, and maybe toms, panning of the toms. Maybe have a stereo pair of guitars. There's no need to have something in stereo if it's just uh, like a monophonic instrument, like a bass or something. Um, Sometimes you might use stereo widening if it's a vocal or something, but uh, some things with an orchestra, uh, maybe um, a choir. Uh, sometimes you can have some stuff like percussion in stereo and stuff, like an egg shaker going. your ears or something or it's some nice stereo claps uh, so yeah you have your stereo track or your mono track you're gonna be panning that generally just keep everything straight then you go into your volume fader or your volume and your volume brings it through the mixer, th through to your master output. Your master output, your master fader, is the volume, the master volume for all of your, all of your faders, because all your faders just go into this one fader. It's mixed down, summed, summing mixer. Okay. So just like the input clipping we talked about on the gain staging, you can also have the input of your output of your master clipping 
So you'll get indication lights anywhere. Generally, it'll flash, start flashing red. Just a flashing light. You'll see a flashing light anytime that instrument hits, and often that can mean it's fucking clipping, which uh, means distorting stuff's getting too loud. So what I'm talking about right here is called gain staging. All right. So you you. You're just ha making sure the signal is flowing through the input to output without the signal being degraded. So without you losing headroom, without you getting uh, your dynamics squashed or interfere or getting a load of noise introduced. So in that case, you may bypass. That means disable your compressor, your EQ, and everything. So all you have going on is you just have your your instrument coming in in the input the input once again you have a volume knob for your input how loud do you want does it need to be turned up a little bit or whatever comes through you might have your bipe your effects bypassed that's your compressor eq gate sometimes you'll have a spatial effect such as reverb or delay all right there's, there's plenty there's a finite amount of plugins and all the rest of it they often tend to just fit under those kind of categories like even distortions of form of compression and so on. Anyway. Um, a lot of effects are just combinations of EQs and compressors like a de-esser is like a compressor and an EQ put together it's just wired unusually so that anytime there's a it tells the compressor to kick in and it tell and it lowers the volume of the vocal. But yeah, we don't have to worry about that just yet. We're just getting, just getting, just getting warmed up. So plugins, effects, lovely. Your input gain. So you have your you have your signal coming into the input. You have your level. Whether it's a mic input or or. have your inputs, input volume, going down the signal chain. So the signal chain is just when you stick it in and when it comes out and everything in between. sound starts sounding all distorted what's happening is your gain staging is all messed up so do you know the way you have you might have heard of a distorted guitar if you wanted to come to get that effect out of a mixer you could do it by cranking the input gain so that the signal is coming in way too loud and the the top of the dynamic range is just swiped off so normally it goes up like and looks lovely and all the rest of it, but you're just cutting the head off of it, decapitating it. Uh, it's called a, a digital clipping. In the case of a DAW. So if you wanted to use a, a mixer as a guitar pedal or something, you crank the input gain and lower the output. 
So you have it very distorted going into the channel. Or like or whatever. And then on the output you can turn down the volume and just have it coming out like a nice regular volume, you know, zero dB or whatever you want. So that's why gain staging is so important. Because you often, for most cases anyway, you want to just have a nice clean signal coming in. You can get into messing with um, different textures by distorting the console or even the, the software for example. Um, it's a very useful tool. Many, many big mixers use digital clipping for snares um, because they like that white noise that just cuts through the mix for that one split second when the snare hits. So digital clipping is gorgeous but in certain situations. So, but if you don't know what you're doing, just try to avoid any red lights. The meter, there's a meter, a UV meter or whatever, which jumps up and down with the volume or dynamics of the sound. You'll probably notice that jumping up and down. And just above it, um, if you clap or something, it'll jump up and a red light will hit. And that's when you're reaching that digital clipping. Um, so to stop, it clipping, what you can do is use a compressor. So that means as it's shooting up, the compressor tells it to turn down and it won't hit that peak point, that red that red peak. So that way you can turn up the set because it's not going up to in such a peak, it doesn't have such a wide dynamic range, you can actually make it much, much louder. Because it can it doesn't have to hit to clip clip the channel anymore. So the channel track, uh, track, all similar words, alright? Channel strip, all these good things. So, another thing we have is phase, and that is a circle with a line through it. So you don't really have to worry about phase too much, or really at all, uh, at this stage. It it just creates the inverse of the of the wave. So if the wave is going up, it will make the the wave do the opposite. So the wave will go down. And in theory, with phase, if you have two things the exact same, in theory, and you flip one out of phase, and play the two at the same time, you'll have silence. All right. So they cancel each other out. Um, all sorts of variants are known or happen with this like phase distortion and if you don't have things in phase you can mess up your low end sometimes phasing is uh, uh, acquired how do you say that uh, people go looking for it um, something quality a sought after quality uh, such as the guitar pedal phase 90 and whirlancers, the whirlancers for these organs. this thing where like 
you have a, a spinning speaker that spins around and um, just creates quad chords sorts of phase phasing and to this day this will use it on backing vocals uh, Okay. It's a gain staging. So you gotta have your input levels low, or at least not clipping. And Not clipping, easy peasy. You got your mute button. Mute means if you press it, it'll stop it talking. And you got your solo button, which means you'll solo every other track in the session or on the mixer, apart from that one track. It's like a vocal solo. If you hear someone singing in the choir, ah! <laughs> singing by themselves, and the whole group stops, just that's what it is. When I hit that one, I hear what that sounds like. All right, solo button, mute button, phase. Flipping the phase, so that's a circle with a line through it. Phantom power, which is plus 48 volts, which you only need to use if you have a hardware mixer or sound card. And your microphone needs electricity. There you are, so a condenser microphone. So maybe if your microphone isn't working, it might need phantom power. Which is also at 48 volts. Effects send and return. That's how much of your signal do you want sent off to an effect, which is reverb, and then it will come back on that same track. So that can be very helpful if you just want reverb on certain things, like only the vocals and only the guitar, but you don't want it on anything else. You can send a split of the signal off to the effect and it will come back. And that way you can use, um, you can have reverb on all sorts of different tracks and different amounts with only one external reverb or one external delay. So it's very, very nice for creating a cohesive sound to put your whole mix in one room. As opposed to using different reverbs for every single instrument, which I personally do. But... <laughs> You can get painstaking and, and all the rest of it. Um, and it can sound quite ooh, artificial if you use different reverbs for each, each thing. And also you use drains the CPU pair and all that stuff. But um, Mute, solo. You can solo multiple tracks at the same time and also mute multiple tracks at the same time. There we are. Limiter is a compressor to a very high ratio. So if your sound is too loud and you don't break your speakers, sometimes they have a limiter. And when before the speaker is about to pop, it'll just turn the volume down on the sound so the speakers don't break. Limiters. 
they can also be used on the master bus to stop um, so you can have a track very very loud and compress it before it hits uh, digital clipping which would be at 0 dB so you might have your uh, output volume set to minus 0.02 so that the maximum volume doesn't hit the ceiling of distorting clipping Alright, and that means you won't get digital clipping. So you have to preserve the integrity and dynamic range of your recording. Isn't that nice? Compressors and limiters uh, overused can be heard or seen, listened to, in radio. So you have a very large dynamic range of classical recordings, but when they're played on radio, you need uh, you need the dynamic range squash because people need to be able to hear the low quiet bit as much as the loud bit. Why? Because it's all to do with people channel hopping and all this stuff. And um, you need to, their, uh, your radio station to it needs to appear the loudest and so on. It's just it's, it's all led on to the loudness wars and all, all these things. But uh, yeah, you, the voice just needs to be heard. Uh, think of all the radios. You don't know what radio your voice is coming out of. Could be tiny speakers, could be big speakers. So, you're just gonna blast it through. <laughs> um, yeah, just, yeah, and that's what, just literally force it through, and that's why they have such big strong limiters on these, on radio, and so many. What the fuck? things on radio. I think on this particular podcast I have oh I only have one compressor and on my output bus I have one two two compressors a limiter um, another compressor and another limiter with EQ in between. Now why would I have so many compressors? Because you you only use like a little bit of spice just have a little bit of it you only get them to turn down just a tiny little a tiny little bit and that way it sounds a lot more natural when it's heavily compressed as opposed to just when it goes up it just hits the wall and gets all mangled so what engineers try to do is gradually sculpt the sound um, in preparation for hitting that brick wall and often you never even need to hit that brick wall because it's so well carved before it even hits it um, so yeah it's just about being loud louder appears to be better if you listen to one song you say oh this is fucking great yeah and then you hear another song that's a lot louder you'll be like whoa this song is so much better than the other song and if you go back to the other song it's really quiet you might be like oh just didn't, just didn't feel right didn't feel right and it's just to do with the kind of psychological illusion of um, louder, thinking louder is better. And that's why compressors are so confusing. <laughs> we are trying to set them up because we've got to do A-B testing and so on. Listen to them in there. So radio, heavy compression, heavy EQ. Because... People will be listening to this in all sorts of speakers. It's not like 
people are going to be listening to in the room you record it in or anything. They're listening to it on but broken earphones. Maybe only one speaker works on their system. So you got to slam. Just have that sound crisp. Crisp and ready for market. Alright, so uh, transport bar. That's the button with your, all your buttons on it. Like record, stop, play forward and backwards all right so i am di dipping a little bit in between hardware mixtures here that's similar to recording consoles and digital audio workstations now all the digital audio workstation is a daw is trying to recreate like a console so they are the same thing and instead of hardware effects you have a thing called a plug-in where you can use uh, a compressor is like a little an app or whatever you want to call it Alright, have a great day. And it's it's so confusing, so don't worry about it. I haven't even mentioned like impedance of different inputs and Anyway, just look out for the clip and light. If something sounds very bad, maybe put a little bit of reverb on it, it won't sound so bad. <laughs> um That's it. Alright. Enjoy.